0: This is podcast number 433, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests.
1: Hi, I'm Tom. I'm Executive Director of Screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University in Los Angeles.
2: And I'm Allison, and I write reviews for Weednopolis. Thanks, guys, for showing up,
0: and let's talk about the news. First, I have the BoJack Horseman has been canceled at Netflix, and apparently the showrunners wanted to be clear that it wasn't their decision. It was 100% Netflix's decision. Um, I mean that just goes to show Netflix is like three seasons and you're out, so that's pretty much how they're rolling. Um, yes. NBC streaming service they said they're going to, they're considering doing their service for free, but it will have ads. So they want huh. to
2: test that out, and I'm like, uh, eh, all right.
1: So uh, it's basic. So it's basically TV streaming.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked it the way it was the first time, you'll like it here too, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: Game of Thrones prequel uh, dealing with the White Walkers and the Long Night has been canceled. However, the Game of Thrones prequel dealing with the House of Targaryen has been picked up straight to series, and this will be the the series that deals with the Targaryens leaving House Oval Targaryen,
1: area. huh? And it. House Targaryen, I think the, um, Martin actually wrote a book about
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty, it's basically... Fire and Blood. Fire and Blood is what it's going to be called. And it's basically dealing with how the Targaryens left Valeria, old Valeria, and then Valeria got destroyed like 12 years after they left, and then 100 years after they get to Dragonstone, Aegon the Conqueror decides to conquer the rest of Westeros, and it goes with that all the way up to the uh, big civil war, the Dance of Dragons, where there are two two factions in the House Targaryen that war with each other. And and, uh, by the end of the war, almost all the dragons are dead. They basically weaken their own house with this civil war. And it spans that time. So, I'm interested, but it will be available only through HBO Max.
1: Of course it will.
0: (laughs) Uh, Pennyworth has been renewed for Season 2, along with Creepshow... Uh,
1: Sorry, I like
0: anywhere. I, I know, I, I got bored at the end. Uh, Green Lantern, some Green Lantern series has been also picked up for HBO Max. A
1: Green Lantern inspired series,
0: whatever that what means. I was like, whatever. It, it, it
1: sounds like Green Lantern Corps or some other weird offshoot. Mm-hmm. As long we'll as we see. get a,
0: can we at least just get a Green Lantern? I'm happy with that. I don't care.
1: Well, it uh, sounds like we're definitely not going to get a Green Lantern movie.
0: Right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> they didn't they i'd rather have a tv show anyway uh superman spinoff series is also coming to cw starring the superman from supergirl
1: superman and lois yeah with tyler i never,
0: never like lois no matter what iteration they have never made I think lois interested
1: tell, look, i liked terry as lois eh. yeah i liked
2: her i did i liked her
0: uh netflix is testing a function to allow shows to be watched 50 percent faster they and everybody
1: off- thinks it's an awful idea
0: well they didn't ask me i, I <laughs> mean the main complaint people have is there's too many shows on netflix now you can
1: watch watch twice as many i don't see a problem with that well there won't be, Just really, there won't really be really much fast. longer since everybody's pulling their own stuff off <laughs> yes that's
0: true <laughs> uh gina Torres' series uh pearson has been canceled after one season which is not surprising because I love Gina Torres and I forgot it was on. <laughs> um, I mean, because it's like they didn't lead, kick her off of uh, the main show in a way that was suits. interesting. Yeah, thank you. They didn't kick her off of, off of Suits in a way that was interesting. She was like, I'm leaving. Okay, bye. I get my own show. Right. And then I was like, so what's her show about? Like, I don't understand. I didn't get the st- – like, there was no – there was nothing about. D'etre. Thank you. There was nothing about how she left that made it like, oh my god, I have to go see what she's doing. And then when they premiered it, none of the advertisements were like, she's doing this whole thing on her own, and it's awesome like nothing. There was nothing about it. So. whatever. So I'm glad that at least she's now available to do other things because I wasn't really that interested in her being a lawyer. She is kick butt. I want to see her go kick butt. So go do something else, Gina. All right. Uh, Tom, you have news.
1: Yes, ABC has given full season pickups to Stumptown, The Rookie, and mixed dish. Yay, Stumptown mm-hmm. is my favorite new show. It is just so, so good. Uh, if you're not watching it, you need to be. Like, yesterday. <laughs> um, at AMC, they have canceled Lodge 49 after two seasons. Finally! Oh, God. Good riddance. <laughs> Uh, Disney Plus has ordered straight to series a high school basketball show from David E. Kelly with John Stamos starring. He will be coaching a uh, high school girls basketball team. This is HBO, showing. the first deal that they have with Adam McKay, who has a first look deal with HBO regular, is a Jeffrey Epstein limited series. Because you know, uh, <laughs> never too soon. to Nuclear rip from the headlines. accident We're in like- Russia and complete. Curvy creep in America, <laughs> equivalent. Um, very strange. Okay, so HBO Max has lots of news. They are going to launch in May 2020 with a 14.99 price point. So I will be canceling my HBO subscription <laughs> on uh, DirecTV also in May. They well, no, want ex- but what's cool?
0: Wait, wait, wait. But the cool thing about it, because they said that they're within the first year they're going to have 50 million viewers. And I was like, how is that possible? And the way that they're doing it. Is that if you have HBO, it's just gonna shift you into HBO Max. So if you already oh, is so, that how it works? Yeah, that's how they're gonna do it. So if you already okay. have if you're already paying HBO. So for are they HBO, gonna lower the
1: price point?
0: No, it's like if you're paying basically if you're paying for HBO on your cable, you Which will then you will then get the HBO Max app and and it'll it's all together. If you are paying oh. for like HBO Now or HBO Go you will then have HBO Max. That's how they're saying they're going to get 50 million viewers is because they intend to shift all their HBO people directly into HBO Max because but the HBO what? app costs about the same amount.
1: But why should I pay $3 extra to get HBO in my Direct TV package if I can get Max for $3 cheaper? And the answer is I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: Wait, what? How
1: is it che- I pay cheaper? cheaper? L- I pay like seventeen bucks a month, seventeen or eighteen bucks a month for HBO in my Directv subscription. Why oh. should I keep paying that if I well, can get Max? Well then,
0: yes. Well then, sure. Get HBO Max. Yes, whatever. I mean, yeah, basically, their sense. whole point is if you already have HBO, you will then just shift into HBO Max. That's that's pretty much their point because it will you will have the HBO library plus all their new content.
1: Okay. HBO Max has won, <laughs> won uh, South Park streaming rights in a deal worth between $500 and $550 million That's dollars. insanity. Uh, so all you guys out there who said pee-pee, poo-poo, caca on the playground when you were a kid, you two <laughs> could grow up and be half-billionaires. <laughs> And then finally, Rick and Morty is going to stream on HBO Max. All three seasons will be available upon launch. New seasons will premiere on Adult Swim and then move to HBO Max. And last piece of news, Shonda Rhimes' uh, inaugural Netflix project, the series based on con woman Anna Delvey, has a name, Inventing Anna, and a cast. Uh, oh. Julia Garner, who just won the Emmy for Ozark. Anna Klumsky from Veep. Laverne Cox from uh, Orange is the New Black, Katie Lowe's from Scandal, and Alexis Floyd, not sure who she is, but it sounds interesting. Oh, yeah. I'll watch it. I mean, it's hell Shonda. of a cast. It's, it's a great cast, and it's Shonda. Yep. Yeah. And that's uh, all I have.
0: All right, let's start off with the shows. First up is the second episode of Watchmen, and my favorite thing about the show is that I never know what's going to happen. And what I thought was hilarious is, oh, what is Lou Gossett Jr.'s like? He's, was he was like, look in his closet, look at his, he, he's hiding something in his closet. And she like literally takes him seriously <laughs> and goes and looks at his closet. And he was like, no, I meant, you know, he's like, that's not, <laughs> but I, he's like, I didn't mean literally. Like, that was so however, funny. However, however comma.
1: they did. She
0: did find something in his closet. Which was a, a clan? I was
1: going to say cloak and dagger. A clan hood. And a, a clan. A clan. A clan Robin Hood.
0: Robin yeah. Hood with the with the so you, badge on it and everything.
1: You're you're starting at the end.
0: Yeah, but I, that was the biggest thing that because there were two big twists that happened in the episode, and that was one
1: of them. Where would you like to start, Tom? Go ahead. Uh, well, I thought just okay. I was visiting a friend in Minneapolis last weekend, and so we were talking about the pilot. And I must have taken a micro nap before the last sequence of the pilot because we 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 watched we pulled it up and watched it and it's like holy crap! I didn't realize that the dead body was Don Johnson. What? That first time I watched <laughs> it because I took a micro nap, so I will not be, I will avoid taking micro naps during Watchmen in the future.
2: Um, <laughs> that would be a good idea.
1: I love. I mean, I've, I've loved Regina King since basically everything she's done as an adult but um wow what a great role for her as sister night and i love the relationship between her and her husband played by yaya abdul Mateen the aka black manta from aquaman
0: oh is that where you're from i hated him on, on oh, that yeah. but he's good on this but whatever well because he was the bad guy <laughs> well no that's not why i hated him i thought he was a terrible actor on that
1: uh, oh, no, I but, think with a good... Sc- I mean, face it. <laughs> if you're going to Aquaman for the acting, you're in the wrong theater.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I like him here, but I hated him on that. But continue.
1: I gotta say, I am not a Damon Lindelof fan ever since Lost, and everything he's done since Lost, but this series, if he can keep up the quality, he may, he may win me back, because how ballsy was it of them to make it a black female lead and for the opening sequence of the series to deal with the Tulsa Massacre. I mean, and they're they're schooling people because I had several students come up to me last week and said, I didn't know that existed until I looked this up after watching Watchmen. Of course not. So so go Damon Lindelof and company for educating America. But um, the stuff with Jeremy Irons, that was freaky. Well, oh, my gosh.
0: I, well, that whole thing, like, as the play was going on, I was like, wait a minute. This seems really familiar. And then I realized what he was doing, and I was like, oh. And, and then the thing, like, when he gets burned up inside the chamber. With the whenever, clones. Yeah, with the clones. <laughs> and, or robots or whatever they are. No, they're clone. I, they I, I clones. I think they're probably clones. They are they clones? Okay, well. Well, that,
1: that wasn't a robot. That, oh, that that's That was not true. a dismembered he was, robot. He yeah. Was
0: all, yeah, you're right. He was all crispy fried, but then he was like, oh. would you like to be the new Mr. Whatever? And I was like, no. And the other guy was like, it would be an honor. I was like, dude, you're going to end up crispy fried. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you know, oh, whoa, that was creepy. That I'm really looking was. forward to seeing how, I'm looking forward to seeing how the, how these various plot threads play out. And I eagerly await Jean Smart's appearance when she debuts as Lori Blake, formerly known as Lori Jupiter, formerly known as Silk Spectre 2. Yeah. So, what was the other twist you were talking about, Livia? Well,
2: I wanted Allison to say something before I talk about the second okay. twist. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought that the second episode was every bit as strong as the first one. I, I have to say that I started, you know, wondering about Don Johnson's character in, in the scene where they show the White Knight and mm-hmm. the, they're, you know, they leave off at the moment where she's got a gun pointed right at her head. And I kept expecting maybe her husband would come in and jump the guy or so. And instead it just stops the black, right. He doesn't shoot her except in the hospital. And, and, clearly something important happened right at that moment because there's no reason why she wouldn't have been dead. Right. And it immediately cast suspect uh, for me. On, well, And also on... I noticed
0: his whole, his wound was just, I just got a shoulder graze and I was like, that's suspicious. Like every, all the other cops are dead
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, or, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got this nice little shoulder wound. And he's hanging out next to her. I thought that was a little weird too, but I wasn't, I couldn't put my finger on what I was suspicious about. I yeah. It she just, it to, just you know, got it felt all weird. my radar
2: going yeah. as far as that was concerned. So when they finally got to the bit with the, the, the clan robes, it was like, I guess, but at the same time it was, it was like, it was like, it made oh, sense. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. It, it totally, it totally made sense with that. And it but also I explains Bob Bob
0: why he's not afraid to show his face cuz he's mm-hmm. protected cuz I was like why is everybody else wearing a mask and he's the only one not wearing a mask and it's because he knows he's not a target you know
2: mm.
0: um but yeah it does it does suck cuz I was like man they made me really like Don Johnson and now I have to not like him um <laughs> but I I also like that the second twist I was talking about is that you know she confronts uh lord lord lou gossett jr and finds out that that's her grandfather so that was a nice little like whoa like he kept the way he kept looking at her made me feel like he was like there was something that he knew and that he was i was i started to get an inkling that he was related to her so i wasn't really surprised when the dna call came in and i was like oh that makes a lot of sense and then at the end where he was like i have friends in high places <laughs> and then he literally just gets, yeah literally. and then his, her car gets grabbed by some magnet from a spaceship and it takes off and that was crazy that was that, just my that jaw. Was unexpected. Just, yeah my jaw just dropped and i was like what the and i like the fact that her response was exactly my response <laughs> so um uh, thumbs up for me like i have no yeah, idea what's happening I, I
2: also want to i wanted to call out one small thing because we were talking about the dna i loved henry lewis gates oh right up yeah, yeah, yeah
1: i was wondering if that was really him no that, that was, was really him, him definitely he showed
2: up i'm like that was crazy. really yeah. And of course it's talking about genealogy and i'm like <laughs> awesome
0: yeah that was fantastic so thumbs up for me
1: i thought the second oh. episode was just as good And to any ignorant internet troll out there who thinks, oh, they're getting all political with Watchmen, have you read the graphic novel? It was all about politics. It's all about politics.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. cheese. All right. Thumbs up for me. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Black Lightning. And eh, it is okay. Um, I still hold to my problem with last week, which was that the whole story with what is the bad guy's name?
1: Wait, Tobias? No,
0: Tobias doesn't count as a bad oh, guy. Oh, means, mean, um, ancient,
1: agent, the uh, agent. Um, Bill Duke's character.
0: Yeah, Bill Duke. I can't figure out. Like he just. I can't figure out if he's an over-the-top villain that's boring, or if he's just like something that he's doing isn't working for me. Mainly because huh. he's trying. Like the way he's manipulating Jennifer just it seems ridiculous. I don't believe Jennifer's that dumb. Uh, And I don't think he's that good at manipulating. Like, his manipulations are super obvious. And so, and the way he's manipulating the wife, just like, come on. Like, all of it just seems ridiculous to me.
1: I'm not a huge fan of this storyline. It seems to be dragging. And my issue with this episode is it really seemed to be a lot of table setting. Because if you looked at, what actually happened? Nothing. The big thing is, well, no. Jefferson finds out, you know, now that he's back home, everything's effed up, and they're basically, you know, it's up. Uh, it's almost like being in an occupied. Territory. It is.
0: It's called the occupation. Yeah. Right.
1: you're uh, Right. Right. Yeah. The book of occupation. The book of occupation. But yes. I, I wish that they. I mean, considering that they do a short season to begin with, I think they do sixteen. They need to move this arc faster because it feels like it feels kind of draggy and plotty.
0: Very draggy and plotty. and very much. It's all, and a lot of it is dependent on us believing that Bill Duke is this smart and this manipulative, and ever, and all our heroes are this dumb. And I don't buy any of it. It's just not working for me. Yeah,
2: this and is, also this it's is just one of like the weaker I...
0: seasons, a hundred percent.
2: I don't I I don't really see any consistent motivation in any of this. You know, it's like whenever they they fail to actually have a reason for why people are doing things, it's oh, the Markovians.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They haven't explained the Markovians enough to feel like a real threat. They don't feel real to me.
2: No, I mean, they, they sit her down with a laptop, the, the da- one of the daughters down with the laptop, and they say, oh, you know, look at this, the atrocities they've committed, and, and she gets all teary-eyed watching this stuff, and it's like, d- did you, you know, I mean, these are news clips that we've all seen in other contexts, mm-hmm. so it's, it, it just irked me a lot. It, yeah, it, it doesn't work. It's not sufficient. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. That's
0: all I have to say about Black Lightning. I, there was I have no good comments.
1: Uh, yeah, let's you didn't move. enjoy seeing Jordan topless.
0: Eh, over it. It's a be his character's so so robotic. He doesn't he doesn't have any layers
1: because he's so, got a mind control. I understand right
0: what's happening, but it's not interesting to watch.
2: Especially because this isn't like it's the first time that he's he's had this kind of thing happen. Exactly. And we know his character, so watching him run around being
0: a robot is not interesting. And there's like, he just killed his mom, and there's no emotional punch to that. Like, there's nothing. Because Um,
1: he's got a robot. I understand. He's basically basically like an active on Dollhouse. I I I get what's going on, but it's... I get I what's am. going on,
0: but they haven't done it in a way that's interesting. They had opportunities to make a lot of this stuff interesting, and they're not doing it. So this just feels like bad robotic writing to me.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you mean like bad robot? Yeah. All right.
0: Let's move on. Next up, let's talk about The Flash. And uh, anytime... The only thing I'm glad about is they finished the story... Well for the most part, sort of. I was going to say they finished the storyline with the guy from Heroes, but they haven't. They've just basically Probably exposed hasn't. him. They exposed him as the villain that he is, and so now you know he's the bad guy. And I just got irritated by Barry's whole, I have to save one person, this random oh, stranger that I don't know, but I have to
1: save him. Like, come well, on. Caitlin knows him. I... Why do they keep picking these... Flash has the second best rogues gallery in all of comics, at least DC Comics, to Batman. Why do they keep picking these lame o villains?
0: I don't know. And I and I I remember liking this actor on Heroes, but I am not liking him here. Oh, uh, it's terrible. It's, I actually I felt he's so Johnny OneNote.
2: What? Well, you know, I don't. Think, I don't know if that's him so much as the writing because I remember it's watching the, the episode and thinking, "Oh my god, I am so. I feel so sorry for him because no one could make this dialogue work. <laughs> the dialogue was so horrendous and so mustache-twirling, over-the-top. Yeah. was uh-uh. like,
0: Rose, "I Rose. am the villain of the piece." Yeah, oh
2: God, it was yeah. painful. It was. I... It was
0: Painful. I will bring there was a light at the end of the tunnel for this episode, which was literally they was um, they, they basically are dealing with uh, Barry has has given up and he's decided he's going to die and he doesn't want anybody to help him. And he has this great conversation with Joe and it just really moved me at the end of Creighton. That's the thing that's actually so frustrating is that. You have all this bad writing, but then you have this scene that's amazing. Like,
2: what? Why could the whole episode not be this good? I uh, see I've got a they they have so many heart-to-hearts. In, in any given episode, there's at least 12 of them <laughs> where they just sit around and and start rehashing all these heartfelt, emotional things with each other. And so when they got to that scene, I mean, maybe it was great, but I fast forwarded through it because I, I get these things all the time, like it literally was, it every was five minutes. It minute, was one of the best flashed. ones I've ever. It's, it's one of the best. You shouldn't. And I don't I don't disagree with you. I can't say I didn't see it, but it's the fact that they. They just waste time with these these faux heart-to-heart conversations about things they've conversed o- about, like, a thousand times already that I just went, oh, it's another one of these, and I fast-forwarded through it.
0: Oh, it was really good. It was really good. It, got, it brought me to tears. Uh, and it was I the best didn't. thing about the episode. So.
1: I didn't. On the flip side, I didn't buy the whole Cisco acting out of character to steal the thing. Yeah, that just felt like contrived, contrived, contrived.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, that was like I said, bad writing. And then, oh, good scene. Thank you. So, and I do like this particular Wells. We've gone through five thousand Wells.
1: He's okay.
0: I don't mind him. I, I, he's not Frenchy Wells. He's better was, than the French
2: Wells, yeah. And the and the drum oh playing Oh my gosh Wells, that was terrible. Sherlock. Sherlock.
0: Ugh. Or the drum playing Wells, was that the same Wells? I feel like that was a different Oh no,
2: no, that was that was the uh, Yeah, that was, was the kind of slacker way, yeah, Wells. I, I yeah, I hated the slacker Wells and I
0: hated the Frenchy Wells. So, I will take Indiana Jones Wells any day
2: over
1: those other two. So, I was uh, thinking yeah. more Plus they uh, obviously Nathan, Drake, Nathan Drake Wells.
2: I'll take it. He's still better than the other two, and they did they did use him to to bring Birds in of a bit plot. from crisis right. at the very end.
1: Yeah, so,
2: so which is did. what I thought you were talking about with the tunnel.
0: Oh, right. Yes, yes.
2: Guy made of light going through a tunnel. There we go. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about "This Is Us" and I marathon "This Is Us," which I do not recommend. It is not a marathon th- show, because I watched, I watched four episodes in a row, and I was like, oh my god. Did you have a
1: lot of Kleenex with you?
0: <laughs> I only cried, what, I want to say maybe twice, but one was happy tears, so that was okay. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I was behind, and I was like, oh, I got to catch up, and I did, but oh my god, you should not do that. This Is Us is not designed <laughs> for uh, binging. Yeah, no, Um,
2: nobody has that much Kleenex on hand.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is just, it's emotionally heavy. I I will agree with that. Uh, So what was the last episode? No, I don't remember. Since I watched it so fast. It
1: was about Toby and Kate.
0: Ugh, the most boring storyline ever. I love the show, except the two of them. And then when they were having the baby, they were all worried about their, you know, how they were going to deal with the blind baby and what they're like. That was interesting. But then they got on the whole, I can't believe you got skinny without me. And I'm like, oh, my God, who gets mad at someone for getting healthy? He had a heart attack. Actually, a lot of people do. It it
2: does. It it does happen. There have been there have been many a uh, a situation where you've had relationships and marriages break up because one uh, member of the couple lost weight or gained weight. And it, it puts a strain. So I, I believed that. Cause well, I, I mean, him keeping
0: know, the secret Kevin. that he was working out a secret, I could see that just because he was lying. Like, I get that. But I was just like, I'm just so over Kate. I'm over it.
2: Yeah, well, the, you know, she has all those issues. But, it, you know, considering that they did give her all of those issues, it made sense that she reacted that way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the I'm other just, part of the I'm episode overseeing. was also Kevin getting together with the new girl. Um, which was uh, with, inevitable,
1: with Emma Swan from Once uh, yeah. with Emma Swan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, knew. I you saw I, that coming.
2: You like, you knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing surprise. Exactly nothing surprising. Well, I mean, the it. problem with the two show best was they looking people, people on the
1: show hooking up.
2: What? <laughs> yeah, well, they foreshadow a lot, so I don't Say mind that. So
0: I don't mind that. I but did... I, I do like the fact that they both realized what a mistake it was for them to do that for their sobriety. So I did appreciate I... that.
1: I did think the, the Randall storyline was good, especially oh, the reveal yeah, that I he like was that. totally playing them.
2: I, oh, I, right. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I, I had could tell. Feeling. Yeah, I could First tell of all, he was. who who who's, who has only played golf once in his life has an entire golf out outfit. Uh-huh, too. In the closet. Okay. <laughs> well also his there.
0: stance his stance was too good for someone who'd never played before. Like he mm-hmm. had the he had his feet the right With the part, he had his hands almost just right on the golf club. Like playing one time, you shouldn't even be that good. Yeah. So he was he was whiffing it and doing all that stuff, and I got why he was doing it. Like about partway through, I was like, "Wait a minute, I smell a rat." And then he was also like, "I can get us time on this golf course at the last minute." And they were like, Mm -hmm. "Really? Who could do that?" I was like, "Uh, somebody who's a member." (laughs)
1: <laughs> or somebody whose brother is a, te- a movie star
0: That's true too yeah. But I'm pretty yeah. sure he's a member of that club
1: Well I'll just say that I played golf badly in high school I was on the golf team Because I needed to have a fourth person for a team And they the coach found out my father had clubs From when he was a chaplain at a, at a base Where he was kissing up to the CO <laughs> But I didn't have that kind of golf wardrobe in my closet, and I played, you know, multiple times, multiple times a weekend for you know matches. So that was that should have been the first time it was wearing, but it was still. Randall's such an interesting, complex character because he pretends to have it all together, but he doesn't. He really doesn't. Oh, and that bit at the
0: end when his wife was like. You need to see a therapist. And he was like, no, I don't. And I was like, yes, you really yes, do. you do. <laughs> you really do. Yeah, but,
2: but it would it would not be believable if he agreed with her right well, off the Oh, yeah, bat. I know. I know.
0: Um, so. But, yeah, all of that was really good. And I like the flashbacks um, with him the as thi- a kid.
1: The thing with um... – the thing with, uh, oh, Milo, to, with yeah, uh, his Jack. dad, yeah, his dad with, was like, goes, I with, was
0: poor, and so I totally understand what you are going through. And he's like, uh, no, you don't. The,
1: the thing with the thing with Jack and his his uh, gonna be future father in law treating him like dog poop.
0: Oh, I wasn't. That didn't. I was talking about him and um, you are talking about
1: him. You are talking about him and Randall. Yeah, that was the
0: part that I thought was great. Him and his father in law, I thought was really kind of pathetic. On no, his part I, no. as well, I thought I, I didn't I didn't think either I, one of them came out well in that I one. did
1: not like that the way that they handled that at all. no, because a, we know where this ultimately leads to, so it's a bit of false stakes, but they didn't do anything to make it interesting. It was very i mean this is probably one of i mean on an, on a stellar show, this was probably one of the weaker episodes because all the pieces didn't work
0: yeah mm-hmm. all the randall stuff works but
1: the other story the lies. Randall stuff
2: worked yeah although yeah. that you know they have said they've it, they've never shown the father in the past but they've intimated they've they've had dialogue that said that you know there's seriously bad blood between uh the the two of them so i guess this is we're we're seeing well, where which this father are you
0: talking from? about his real father or his father-in-law
2: no we, the, the father-in-law the father-in-law we've seen father his real too. father yeah, yeah a piece yeah. of work but yeah. um yeah the the what i what i I guess they're just filling in because they've they've said before that there's a really bad relationship but I there. wish
1: they'd made it interesting that's uh, we yeah we need
0: to move on we need to move on so overall we I still think this is a thumbs up so yeah, thumbs up okay. all right next up we're gonna talk about emergence, and it's been off for a week and it came back, and the question is uh creepy dude is now inside the girl's head, that's not worrying at all. Terry Quinn from Lost. Yeah, yeah, him. He's super creepy inside the little girl's head. He's like, "I wanted us to come here so we could talk in private." I was like,
1: "Ooh, I know she's you know, a robot, but it's still creepy." I will give them some. I will give them some props once they made that reveal at the end of episode three, and I knew. Um, um Allison Tolman was at New York Comic Con. I didn't. They had that panel on a Thursday for some reason back in October, instead of on a weekend. But she was saying that, you know, episode three ends with the twist that I thought they might have saved for the season finale. They didn't. I'm impressed with episode four. I was like, how are you going to handle this? Because, and I like the fact that they're not dodging, you know, with um, journalist Owen Yeoman basically telling Allison Tolman, this is not a little girl. This is a (laughs) machine. She is putting your family in danger. Never forget that. Right. And it's interesting how they're playing it. And, you know, obviously the revelation when her ex-husband finds out, again, along the same lines, it's really interesting.
0: Well, and... also they had the big reveal about the granddad when he had his heart
1: attack or whatever he mm-hmm. had. Oh, yeah. When, when he had, the, when he had a, an episode while driving right. with, the, with the girls in the car.
2: Yeah, and that was
0: good. Cause
2: yeah, was so there... now the daughter is, knows what's going Well, she doesn't know exactly what's going on yet. But she, she was knows like, are you a
1: superhero? Happened. That was great.
2: <laughs> Which I loved.
1: <laughs> so I'm interested. Again, I really trust these showrunners after Agent Carter to not let me down.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying so, it. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, this is a thumbs up. But we need to keep yeah. moving. But okay. I'm, I'm excited. I think this show is on the right track.
1: Yeah, and I love the cast.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to talk about Stumptown, and uh, I was a little worried about Stumptown at, like, episode three or four. I was like, oh, I don't no, know, no. but I'm like, I'm definitely there back on track with this episode because you, you didn't just... like
1: the, you didn't like the Donald Logue 2 part.
0: Well, I liked the first part because I was surprised by the double cross, but not surprised by the double cross. I didn't really like the next episode where she's like, I'm going to get justice. I was like, meh.
1: Oh, uh, I like
0: that. But I did like this episode where she's trying to get her license and then the friend got kidnapped and then the kid got kidnapped. There was like a lot of kidnapping happening and then she's trying to run a bar at the same time. It was all crazy. There was like so many pieces happening that I thought that that's when the show shines. When this you have is, a lot of things show,
1: up in the air. I love this is another show I love this cast and the yeah. way that they interact, the way the pieces come together. Ah, uh, Cameron Mannheim and why well, am I blanking on brother's uh, biracial brother's name with green <laughs> eyes? Um, uh, 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 Michael Ealy. E- Ealy, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Early, just, but Ealy, yeah. I just love how these re- how the relationships they feel. I was glad then when after he's rescued and safe, she pops him, and it's not even a good solid hit because they didn't make it like they didn't ADR to me like this solid hit. It's a little off, and she hurts her f- hand. But she, she reams him for putting her her brother in danger. Right. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's just... This, this I feel, is one of the best new shows I've seen in a while. Probably since This Is Us. And I've not read the source material, but it makes me want to read the source material. But I think this could go down as a classic, like a Rockford Files. Yeah, I really, I really like so her. Yeah, and
0: I, this, I, I like everybody in the cast. You're right. I do. Oh, the only and, and, thing I will call foul on... Is Catherine Mannheim was so serious about Ely not participating in this case? And he solves the case, he saves the day, and she totally just was like, Yeah, you're a hero, whatever. I felt like she you know needed why? to reen him a little the
1: bit. The mayor called. And yeah, the I mayor get. is happy everybody's happy. i get it
0: but it doesn't seem like that's the lesson he should be learning that's the only well, thing well they how, do how, have I, a
2: tendency to tie things up a little soon i mean like yeah. donald lowe's character in the last episode he reformed at way too speed. quick quick yeah. it was it was like i don't believe that someone that jaded and horrible that's why and i didn't corrupt, like that
1: episode as much well when we get the yeah, top it's, story it's about his, like about that, his kid that he stole yeah, the but, money for a good reason and I blah,
0: blah, blah, I get that, but it just, it felt fake. It felt written
2: it versus oh, no. it, was, it was not earned. Yeah. And how, they revved up everything that. really fast this episode, too, which is, you know, so. Uh, but the, the the saving grace for me is the characters. I yeah. really mm-hmm. like the characters.
1: Yeah, agreed. And how awesome was the look on Cameron Mannheim's face when she opened, you know, when he, he's... He's in Hawaii. I'm doing this <laughs> right now, and they're talking, and I'm just like, "Yeah, she is so behind." She's that at door the door. And I knew was. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Why he didn't know that, Mister Detective? I don't know. I'm looking forward when
1: they give her when they give her an A story because yeah. she's, she's so, so good. good. Yeah.
0: she
2: deserves it. She really she
0: deserves does. it. All right, let's move on. Thumbs up, mostly. Thumbs up. Uh, mm. Next up, we're gonna talk about how to get away with murder. And if this was not the last season, it would be my last season. Um, They just, the storyline has gotten so convoluted at this point. I can't even, I I don't even know what's happening anymore. And I do like, oh, what's her name? The boss of the agency, what's her name? Oh, um. She's of the law firm. Tish? No, it begins with a T. That's correct. Uh, But you know what I'm talking about. I I can't figure out if her obsession with Annalise is that she really likes Annalise, which is valid, but it also seems like she just wants to be best friends with Annalise, like she's never had a best friend before. So it feels a little needy. Tegan. Tegan, thank you. Tegan's relationship with Annalise feels a little needy, especially considering she's her boss. So I can't put a finger on what's going on with the two of them. Um, And I think it could be really interesting if they if they figured out what they were doing with them. I think yeah, it could be really I just think that
2: they're trying to do too much right. when they should be focusing on narrowing all the threads down that they've left already to just tie it up at the end. Oh yeah, and,
0: and then what's his name and his mom? I'm like I do not care but about his who mother. cares? Oh my or god. Or his sister? No, what's No, go, get off my
2: show. Like I don't that care That just felt about like them. a huge waste of time. Absolutely. It's like why are we why are we paying attention to that? When I mean, do you realize that part of the reason First of all, I can keep up with the storyline. It's just I can't necessarily keep my interest in it. Yeah, that's the, probably more the,
0: reasonable a certain session.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean the whole reason that Annalise had this money set aside, which has been stolen from her, and that who she stole it. I was confused because she only
0: has two dollars left. Who stole her money?
2: I I got the impression it was Laurel's brother who did it. Oh, Xavier. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the uh the the whole reason that she was trying to do that is because she's running from the mayor and the FBI. Meantime, we've we yeah. haven't even seen the mayor this year. Oh, that's yet. true. And she's supposed to be like breathing down their necks and a huge threat and someone who we really want to take down, and yet we haven't even seen her and we're until like what, episode four?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it just it, it just makes no sense to me.
0: And then okay, I got bored and turned it off at the trial where she was doing her uh doing the paperwork to get a restraining order and then they brought in uh what's her name's dad to to testify against her and i was like you know what i don't even care so was it anything interesting it wasn't
2: <laughs> <I totally laughs> wish I could say it was it's just it's another one of those examples where we're like i mean i i understand what they're getting to but they're just there's there's better ways of addressing this point instead of introducing all these last minute characters. Well, I actually do like minute... her dad.
0: I do like her dad. And the fact that she's grossed out by her dad and Annalise used to have an affair, which I was like, at this point, yeah, but... Annalise
2: has slept with everyone, but okay. <laughs> this is true. Um, but the, the, I would have liked her dad if he'd been introduced maybe a season ago. Yeah. Having him now is just, why are we doing this now? That's how I feel about it. It's there's too many. There's too many ingredients yeah, floating around.
0: I can see that. All right. Let's move on. Let's move mm-hmm. on. Um, this has not been the best season of how to get away with murder. Yeah. And if it was not the last season, I would be out. But now at this point, I'm like, well, I'm not proving anything by quitting now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I might as well get to the end. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Charmed. And I am really liking second season so much more than first, mainly because, uh, they're dealing, they're actually putting up some, um, time for a ship, which is Harry and Macy. I'm loving that. And, uh, now she got kidnapped by the evil twin. Yay. That's bad. It should be bad, but I'm really happy about it. Uh, I, yes, I, I know that makes me a little weird, but there you go. Um, And I like this episode, I think it was called There's Something About Harry or Something About Harry. Yeah. That was the title. And you basically find out that, because they give you the hint that white lighters are made at a great sacrifice. And and Harry was like, what the heck does that mean? And you find out that some kind of way they split the white lighter in half. And so you get a white lighter and a dark lighter. So they, they basically have, that's why Harry's so good. Is because they've taken all the bad out of him and put him in a separate person. Mm-hmm. And um, but it seems well. The thing that's confusing to me about the Dark Lighter is it seems like he knows everything that well. Not he can't know everything because he didn't know where they were. But it's like his feelings for Macy. The Dark Lighter has them too. So I, I'm curious to know how much they share. That's the thing yeah. that I'm, I'm wondering about. But... Uh, and now, what do you think of the new British witch that they've introduced, witch slash demon? Uh,
2: I think the concept of the character is more interesting than the execution. Yeah, I
0: can see um, that. I
2: don't know if it's because she's limited as an actress or it's just they're, maybe she's underwritten. Um, I think it's the writing. Uh, the,
0: I think the actress is okay. I think they're pushing... They're put like, she's like, I'm more like you than your sisters. You should be aligned with me. And I was like, that's too obvious, mm. you know. Um, but go ahead. Keep talking. Sorry.
2: But yeah, I, so, so that doesn't really get to me. The, where the whole thing with Harry was concerned. You know, from the very beginning, I was saying, thinking to myself, okay, so is he supposed to be just a shapeshifter or is he maybe Harry from the future where he goes crazy or is he another part of harry that's been split off so you know it's it's not a complete surprise that they did this to me um but i i do think it's interesting and yes. and, and i and like he is the best actor of going. the
0: crew so so he can
2: pull it he off he can pull yeah, this exactly. off exactly,
0: and so, so i really I like- only thing is i saw the preview for next week and i thought we were going to see her and evil harry hanging out but apparently we're going to see the sisters and Harry trying to figure out where he's holding her. And I'm like, ah, I want to see evil Harry. (laughs) (laughs) I am very obvious.
2: Evil Harry.
0: Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Um, if you have not guessed, it's thumbs up for me. And charmed is a guilty pleasure, but I don't really feel that guilty. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the morning show. And when I say we, I mean Tom, because I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, Tom, your thoughts? Oh, oh no.
1: Oh, that, that
2: started swimmingly.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. For the amount of money this show is costing, and it is not cheap because the three stars, the top build stars are Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. And wow. the two women are executive producers on the show. It's not good. <laughs> You're fine, it's really? not good. I watched two and a half episodes. Why two and a half? You say because it's like to say it's like short and light. Okay, you ever had imitation crab? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like crab, and it tastes like something that could have perhaps in another reality crab but it ain't crab that's what this show wants to be the newsroom it's not and the biggest problem is they're doing this god-awful rip from the headline story uh steve carell is playing a matt lauer type morning show anchor who gets fired because of sexual misconduct leaving his co-anchor played by jennifer aniston She basically has to, she's left kind of holding the bag and people are like, well, did you, did, how did you not know that this guy that you've been partnered with for 15 years was really a creep, yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. So that's kind of the A plot of the series. And inexplicably, Steve Carell's character doesn't have the presence of mind or the couth to go gently off into the night. Oh, no. He wants to fight the charges because the Me Too thing is a witch hunt, yada, yada, blah, blah. It's like, dude, ew, ew. What message are you trying to send by having this character still remain a lead in the show? I mean, David E. Kelly, had he done a show like this back in the day, or even Aaron Sorkin, once this person is exposed as a creep, he'd be off the show. Or several episodes later, you might see what he's up to. Oh, no. Every episode, you get a whole plot line with him oh, yeah. scheming to try to get back in the good graces and trying to figure out how to, you know, revive his career and whatnot. And other characters tell him, just go away, dude. Meanwhile, uh, he drops a bombshell to Jennifer Aniston's character. They were going to fire you, which, of course, was true. But they can't now, because she's. they need her as the face of the show to keep it afloat until they figure out this alternative plan. And then... In a seemingly totally unrelated subplot, which will, which will become more important, Reese Witherspoon is at this, she's a local reporter, and she's covering a coal mine protest, and then basically somebody, somebody assaults her camera operator, and she is caught reaming the dude who did it, and that video goes viral. So they have her on the morning show. And that's the name of the morning show, by the way, the morning show. How clever is that? Not. wow. Um, So they have her on the morning show to be interviewed by Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Aniston just thinks she uses this yokel, yada, yada, blah, blah. But Reese Witherspoon is plucky and though she's Southern, she's got a brain so she can keep toe to toe with Jennifer Aniston. And then the head of the network is like, hey, yeah, uh, don't fly back yet. I need you to stick around to take a meeting. And then the meeting goes terribly and the meetings with, uh, Mark Duplass, who's the hapless producer of the morning show. And it goes terribly. He's completely dismissive, dismissive of her, but of course it's Reese Wizardspoon, and she's number two on the call sheet. And she's an executive producer of the show. So <laughs> Billy crude up, Billy crude up the kind of skeevy scheming, you know, network president says, Hey, uh, don't leave yet i need you to go to this big event tonight well i'm going to the airport it's like no you're not he sends a producer to tell her you're not going to the airport you're you know we we're you're going to go to this big award ceremony that you know jennifer aniston's character is getting this big award tonight by the way we're in episode two when this happens
0: well i mean just to so, wrap this up you don't you don't have to tell yeah. us everything that
1: happened so well dude here's the thing they're taking three episodes to do what sorkin would have done in one and that's part of the problem. Okay. Big bombshell at the end of the second episode. Uh, Jennifer Aniston wants co host approval. The network says no. So, during when she gets this big award the network has bought and paid for, she announces that Reese Witherspoon, surprise, surprise, is going to be the new co host of the morning show. And it's like, uh, seriously, it took you two whole episodes to get what would have been like the second turning point in a Sorkin show. It's not well done, it's not well written. I'm embarrassed for these people to have <laughs> to be in this. Wow. Shame on you, Apple. Aside from the fact that you've got four, you've got six shows total, four, three dramas, a sitcom based on young Emily Dickinson. Really? And two oh, God, kids shows. That, yeah. And you want people to pay five, $4.99 a month for this? Really? No back catalog of anything? Hey, hey, Shame on hey, you. Hey, 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 let's, so, let's move other on. Other than
2: that, Mrs. Lincoln. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Let me, I, I watched C... Let's talk the, we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, and C starring Jason Momoa. And the premise there is it's a couple hundred years after the apocalypse happens. And for several hundred years, nobody, they said most of the civilization, most of the people died. And then only a few million survived and those that survived had no sight. So people have been living without sight for hundreds of years and they figured out ways and adapted, blah, blah, blah. And the big turning point now is that these babies are born who can see. And um, their father, at first you think that Jason Momoa is their father, but you find out that this woman showed up pregnant and that the real father is this like, heretic who claimed that he can see, but since no one else can see, they don't believe him when he says that he can see. Um, And he's a heretic for claiming because their their religion is now that God took sight away from people and anyone who claims that vision even existed is a heretic and must be killed. And they have witch finders that go out and kill witches and blah, 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 blah. So um, the everyone is pretty primitive. They're living in villages and they barely have huts and stuff like that. Um, and Jason Momoa is the leader of this particular village where these babies are born and he's adopted these kids as his own. So you get to see what blind hand-to-hand fighting with swords looks like. Uh, I have to say <laughs> okay. that the, the action scenes are actually pretty good. I make it sound like a joke, but they're pretty good, they're pretty good scenes. The production value looks really nice. Uh, and Jason Momoa is good. I have kind of a problem with the villain. There's a queen who wants to kill the babies when she finds out about them. And so she sends all these soldiers to find them and kill them. But that also leads me to how the heck are these people traveling hundreds of miles through wilderness finding anything and they're blind? But they do have dogs and they have horses. So in theory, that's supposed to answer my question, but whatever. Uh, You just kind of have to go. And and if
2: you're blind, how would you tell who the sighted person is you're supposed to see? Exactly. It's it's like, how do you pick them out? Did you just say, okay. Um, Whoever can see, raise your hand. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, at the time,
0: they knew they were looking for babies. But now the time has passed. They haven't found them. The babies are now, like, 18. So good luck finding them. Um, But, of course, there are conveniently traitors within the village that want these people punished and blah, blah, blah. So they'll totally... There are people who will talk. Uh, But I'm also like, these guys can see... And the people chasing them cannot. The reason they haven't been able to find the father who's considered a heretic is because he literally just runs around them. Like, they can't find him. (laughs) And they haven't (laughs) found him for 20 years. And it's because, yeah, he can see you coming. Um, And so some of that is a little ridiculous. Worst game of tag ever. ever. right? Uh, (laughs) And so there is that. But I will say, Alfred Woodard's good. Uh, James Momoa's really good. I can't really comment on the kids cause they keep replacing the twins like every 10 minutes they get older. And so now I think at the end of episode two, they've settled into teenagers and I think this is the age they're going to stay though. What's hilarious is that they started off as babies and by the time they're now like 18, Jason Momoa looks the same. <laughs> he's just, he's just, the, you know, okay, sure. They did give Valfrey Water a little bit of gray hair. Like, she got a little gray. Because she was supposed to be sort of old at the beginning. And so now that they're teenagers, they gave her some gray hair. And I was like, all right, sure. But his fight scenes are fantastic, though. I have to say, that stuff is good. I'm not sold on the villain. I think she's way over the top. She She's playing in another movie than everybody else. Um, but I think that the main storyline is interesting and and I want to see sort of where that's going. So if you like Jason Momoa, you'll probably enjoy this. He has optimal, as opposed to, he had this other show that was like on Netflix. I didn't, he wasn't the star. Oh, Frontier? Yeah, he wasn't the star and he was only in it every once in a while. I I was like, you can't watch this for Jason Momoa. This show you can absolutely watch for him. He's 90% in it. So um, if you like him, you'll probably like the show. Just, you know, like I said, the villain may be a little too over the top for you. Um, all right. Next up, we're going to talk about For All Mankind.
1: This and- is the only reason that anybody should even consider doing <laughs> Apple TV+. Plus.
0: It is by the, the out of the mind of Ron Moore. So yep. uh, And it, the premise is what if the Russians made it to the moon first. How would that have changed NASA and the space race and politics and everything?
1: Ironically, I was at the panel for this show at New York Comic Con last month, they showed the first 16 minutes, and this semester I'm teaching television history, and both the remarks at the panel and my TV history textbook reached the same conclusion, colon, if we had lost the space race to the moon, we'd still have a viable space program. But since we won, woo, we're done, y'all. <laughs> spike the football and crickets chirp, and, and then everyone when, go
0: home, right?
1: Yeah, everybody go, which is what happened in real in real life, basically. Um, it's a really, it's a solid pilot. Um, the ending, it has a really good cast, yeah. It, it has a great cast. Joel Kinnaman is the lead. Uh, Joel mm-hmm. Kinnaman, formerly of the Killing and, and the RoboCop uh, remake, and uh, 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 Car- no, Carbon. Carbon.
0: yeah.
1: But he plays a. a a hapless astronaut who's, you know, obviously not one of the astronauts we know of from our history lessons, but um, basically... And that's basically
0: his issue, is that he went within eight miles of the moon and no one's going to remember him because he didn't get to land. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's his his big angst. At least at this point in the show. Yes, yes. Um, What's interesting about how they structured the pilot is the cold opening is interesting because you have Michael Harney, character actor you've seen in a bunch of stuff, especially Orange is the New Black, but he's playing a Walter Cronkite like reporter covering the moon landing and then the mystery, you know, people are in bars and the houses watching it, and then at the end of the sequence you find out that it's a its a Russian, a, a Russian flag planted on the moon, and then the rest of the episode, you know, Nixon's ticked off and there's secret tapes of him, it's like, they're not going to blame this on me! <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty so, good. Like oh, that was pretty oh, good. Oh no, they they got a good Nixon imitate uh, uh a good Nixon impersonator. Evidently Ron Moore does a a passable Nixon, but they opted to actually cast a, a working actor <laughs> to do it. Um but the but the the, re- the remainder of the episode shows NASA and our heroes playing catch up. But what was kind of cool was at the end of the episode, which I hadn't seen because I only got to see the first chunk at Comic-Con. At the end of the episode, they lose contact with the lunar module, so they think it might have crashed. Right. And then what happened is the landing was not smooth, so it damaged one of the antenna arrays, but they did make it. So Yeah, you know, but we're
0: just... here's the thing. They landed crooked. Right. So they don't know if they're going to be able to get them off
1: the surface of the moon. I have a feeling they will. They can. There are ways you can compensate, but... You know,
2: draw. In in real life, there was a problem with one of the switches, and they almost ended up stranded on the moon.
1: People don't realize. I mean, unless you saw First Man, my favorite movie of last year. Thank you very much. I know it's not everybody's jam, but people don't realize the space. It's freaking dangerous. (laughs) It's 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 like that McCoy quote from Star Trek, uh, from the from the JJ Abrams Star Trek movie. It's dangerous out there. We lost a lot of people doing it. And so many of these missions, Apollo 13 could have easily ended with those three dudes dying. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's interesting to show that built into the series. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually have one of these missions that didn't really happen. And I'll, I'll be fascinated to see what they do with Apollo 13, by the way. But I wouldn't be surprised if they have one of these missions ending in disaster. Yeah. But I'm in because Ron Moore I will follow pretty much anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a strong it's a strong pilot and I've seen the second episode as well. Um and they do a good job of consequences to actions and cuz wait, you know about did they have the reporter part? That happened already, right?
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. So I like that there were consequences to him shooting his mouth off. I thought that was Oh yeah. Great. Um and so now but I think that's going to play a part in some of these other characters that we've been seeing in the peripheral. Like that yep. girl that's coming in from Mexico and some other stuff's happening. So you're like, okay, what's her story have to do with this story? And I think that's all going to come into the position he's now in because he's being punished. And I think that's going to be very interesting. Um, so and I think this story is going to span a while, uh, more time than just this current mission. We're oh, see, no, no, yeah, no, no. We're no. going to definitely see, like, the future and where this is all going.
1: Oh, no, because um, in in the trailer for this season on For All Mankind, obviously they're going to start training a crop of women to be astronauts as right, well.
0: Right, right. Mm. So I think this is going to be interesting. So I agree. So yet is... more
2: proof that we are living in the worst timeline. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: All right. Uh, it, that, I think that's all we have for this podcast if you guys have any questions or comments send us to campfire at gmail.com follow us on Twitter or on Facebook you can listen to us on getthepointradio.com Krypton Radio, Wiennopolis, and iTunes and we'll talk to you guys next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye